Hi, welcome to the Trauma Thrivers podcast. Delighted to have you with us. I'm Lula Bentz, your host, a psychotherapist, a trauma expert, and a survivor myself. Lovely to have you with us. The Trauma Thrivers podcast is for anybody who has been through any sort of developmental trauma or who has complex PTSD. This podcast aims to help educate, inspire and support those of us that are on a trauma healing journey. We've got stories, steps and various solutions to trauma to help you heal. If you'd like more information or tips or tools or strategies, please go to traumathrivers.com. You can also find this podcast on my YouTube channel, Lula Bent's Trauma Thrivers. If you'd like to join our community of thrivers, please find us on Facebook under Trauma Thrivers. Thank you so much for this month's sponsors who are Silkworth Lodge in Jersey. Silkworth provide residential treatment for people with alcohol or drug addiction. Alongside Silkworms, their support program for children aged 7 to 12 affected by the addiction of a family member. They've also got a new 13 to 18 year old adolescent service. Silkworth provide real end-to-end support to all of those affected by substance misuse. So for more details, please go to silkworthlodge.co.uk. I really hope you're going to get lots out of this episode. Hi Trauma Thrivers, I'm delighted today to introduce you to Juliet Grayson. Juliet is an experienced trainer, therapist and executive coach. She combines NLP and pezoboidum system psychomotor and a deep understanding of systemic thinking in her work. She works with survivors and perpetrators of sexual offences and is one of only three trainers in the Pezoboyden system of psychotherapy in the UK, alongside, of course, being known for her work with couples. Thank you, Juliet, so much for joining us. So today, in our solutions to trauma, we're going to, or I'm going to ask her, what is Pezoboyden? And can you give us the basics of it to start with? Well, Pesso Boyden system of psychotherapy was designed by Al Pesso and his wife, Diane Boyden, and they were dancers and choreographers. So it's really started from the body up. Um, he was brilliant with bodies and brilliant at reading bodies. But what he noticed was that when they were when they were helping people dance, there was kind of like a when they got to a physical restriction in their movement, there was a psychological or an emotional block as well. And, and he started to help people clear their emotional blocks in order to help them be able to dance more freely. And out of that has come this methodology, which I just have fallen in love with and am a bit evangelical about. So <laughs> forgive me for that. Um, and one of the things he said is that we're made to be able to be happy in an imperfect world that is endlessly unfolding. We're made to be able to be happy in an imperfect world that is endlessly unfolding. So what I love about it is that the theory is that people are not broken or sick. We're just endlessly unfolding. 
and and um i love that about it that it doesn't pathologize people that's a wonderful way of looking at it isn't mm. it and and i agree so what's the peso boyden thinking about trauma specifically so, Peso Boyden is very body based. So um, it's body based in that we follow the body. So when someone doesn't know what is causing their problem, because often people who are dealing with trauma, it's pre-verbal, might have happened very early in their life. Um, so we use the body as the guide. And, and it's really interesting how much the body will tell us about what it needs. And also when we get to the healing part of it, we want that to be what we call an embodied antidote. And what I mean by that is that, and I'll talk a little bit about this a bit more in a minute, but one of the things we do is we bring in people if we're doing it in a group and often we do do it in a group, although it can be done one-to-one, -one, um, but we bring in people to role play what you needed in your history. So the theory is that we're all born little souls knowing what we need on some level. We know we need nurture. We know we need a place of respect and a kind of place in the world. We need protection. We need support and we need appropriate boundaries. And um, the idea is that we're kind of born knowing that when we cry, we should get a response. And if we don't get a response, then that leaves us with a deficit, leaves us with a need that's not being met. Um, and so in Pesso Boyden, in the, in the healing part of the work of Pesso Boyden, we would have someone come in to represent an ideal mother figure, for example, who would, might say something like, if I'd been your ideal mother when you were a month old and you were crying, I would have come running and I would have picked you up and I would have held you. I wouldn't have left you down the end of the garden to cry. My, my mother said with great pride, you know, my, 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 for my brother who was older than me, you know, when he cried, we used to pick him up, but we'd worked it out by the time you came along, Juliet. Oh. And we realized that the best thing to do was to put you in the garden and leave you to cry. Oh. Now, as a psychotherapist now, I know that actually that wasn't the best thing for me at the time. It might've been the best thing for them. So, you know, and my ideal mother, would say to me, if I'd been there when you were a baby, I'd have come and got you every time I heard you crying, I would have responded instantly. Um, and, and just that kind of thing can be incredibly healing. Okay. So, so trauma happens in the body. Trauma is not just a cognitive thing. Trauma happens in the body and there's a body freezing response with trauma. And so the healing has to happen in the body. So, so typically, just in that scenario, if somebody does say that and is the ideal mother and says that to you on a cognitive level, how does it then sink down into the body that there is or there could be this new memory of an ideal mother? How does that work for any lay person listening? So it's not just cognitive. We, we, someone will take the role and they'll say, I will take the role of your ideal mother. So what Al realized is that healing has to happen at the right age from the right kinship relationship. In other words, if I was wounded as a one month old baby, I can have friends and, and adults who tell me all of my adult life that I'm doing okay and I'm a nice person and all the messages I need to hear, but it goes in one ear and out the other and it doesn't land. 
So the way to heal that is to have someone who symbolically represents the figure that I needed, the right kinship relationship. So if my mother wounded me, then I need the healing from my mother. If my father wounded me, I need the healing from an ideal father. If um, a teacher wounded me, then I need the healing from an ideal teacher. So the right kinship relationship. And, and, and she, she looks at me, so she takes the role, she looks at me and she says, if I'd been your ideal mother when you were a tiny baby, I would have picked you up every time you cried. And maybe she'll wrap her arms around me and maybe we'll have extensions of the ideal mother because I'm no longer a tiny baby. I'm now a great big woman. So maybe we'll have extensions of the ideal mother who would also hold me. So I might have three or five women holding me. So I feel it enveloped like a baby would. So I have an experience as a 60 year old woman of what it would have been like to be held when Lovely. I was a child. Okay. So it's, so it's not just a cognitive experience where people want it. And we don't always use touch if people don't want that because it's very much tailored to what an individual needs. But where people want and need that, then we have the facility to be able to give them the physicality that they need. Um, and in trauma, and I was traumatized, I was abused as a child. So, I, I come from that with, in my own history as well. Um, so with trauma, one of the first things that you need to do is put protection in place. Right. And you need to have a real sense that help the person, the client to get a real sense that they're safe. And then another thing that's really important with trauma is um, that the client is given the control. Because when we're traumatized, it blows our own sense of control out of the water. We're overridden by another. And so it's really important in the therapeutic process that, to help the client get safety and um, uh, to feel in control. And because you've got someone looking at you, talking to you, holding you where, where that's appropriate, that comes into the body. It's a very physical event. Um, and even when it's in your imagination, the body responds as if that you're being held so okay. um, yeah because the 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 imagination or the body can't tell the difference can it between a real or a vividly imagined experience exactly same thing. exactly exactly okay amazing that sounds so powerful but pezzo boyden kind of was the originator wasn't it it, it led the way in body-based therapies so who else did it influence or did al pezzo influence so Al received a Lifetime Achievement Award um, from the USA Body Psychotherapy Association in 2012. And that was because they recognized the huge impact on the field that Pessa Boyden has made. Um, and people who came and studied with Al um, were people like Ron Kurtz from Hakomi and Peter Levine from Somatic Experiencing and Pat Ogden and Bessel van der Kolk, who set up a trauma center. He set up one of the first clinical trauma centers in 1984 in the US dedicated to the study of traumatic stress in the civilian population. Um, and he wrote a very good book called The Body Keeps the Score. And there's a chapter about Pesseboyden in that. So he trained as a Pesseboyden therapist. Amazing. And actually, in the book, he talks about his, his first experience of PESO. He says, I, I'd had years of psychoanalysis, so I didn't expect any ma major revelations. And then he had a session as a client. We call it a structure. 
because it's a very structured process. And he had a session as a client and he said, instantaneously, I felt a deep release in my body and the constriction in my chest eased and my breathing became relaxed. And that was the moment I decided to become a PESO student. Wow, that's a pretty good testament, isn't it? From one of the trauma greats in the world. Absolutely. Yeah. So what differentiates it from other therapies? He said he'd had years of psychoanalysis. I mean, anybody listening today, Juliet, why would they come and do PESO as opposed to other methods? Well, one of the things that with with most most methods of therapy help you to cope with the situation that you've experienced they help you to cope with your history the difference with pesoboidin is that we are not just letting people to cathart um, and to and to get something out but we're actually putting something in so by bringing in these ideal figures to repair we call it the antidote to antidote the actual experience that someone had we create a new memory. And the idea is that this, and it's a remarkable contribution to the field of psychotherapy that Al Peso made and his wife, Diane Boyden, where this using this new memory, once, once, you know, if once I imagine and I and I have a believable experience. So that's I think another thing is that we're giving the client an experience in the here and now of what it could have been like in the there and then. Okay. And what it should have been like in the there and then. So as soon as I really imagine in a fully embodied way, that ideal mother who would have picked me up and held me straight away, then that's installed in my being alongside my real memory. So we right. know, still, I still remember or I still know the stories about being left in the garden to cry, but I now have a different image. And when I think about that image, I notice it makes me smile without me even consciously activating that it's like it makes me feel good okay. so I have another experience that sits alongside my real life experience and 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 that's so that's what's new in that we're putting something in we're not just tolerating what we've dealt with we're we're, we're creating this new memory that will be there forevermore and lasts and sustains people over time um, so it's almost like a corrective experience that goes into somebody's timeline Absolutely. and adds a kind of massive plus, if you yeah. like. Yeah, we're forming virtual memories that live side by side with the painful realities of the past. And it's a sensory experience of being feeling seen, being cradled and supported, and that antidotes those memories of hurt and betrayal. And I'm just curious because I can imagine the ideal mother and the ideal father and it playing out in groups and having that corrective or the antidote experience. How do you do that if somebody comes to you for one-to-one -one work? Um, we use objects. So we use blankets and cushions. I've got great big body pillows and weighted bean bags that will sit on the shoulder to represent a hand or a weighted blanket that can put beside someone so it feels like there's someone sitting next to them so we use objects to represent the ideal parents so for some people that works really well other people find it harder um, personally given a choice i would always do it in a group because you've got someone looking at you and talking to you 
um, and, and the sound of their voice and looking into someone's eyes is different from imagining looking into someone's eyes. Yeah. But I'm a sex therapist and a lot of people don't want to talk about um, sexual problems in public but they'll come and work in a one-to-one -one with Pessa Boyden and they can imagine and you know it works very well one-to-one -one, and it works very well online as well. I'm amazed at how effective it is I'm doing it both one-to-one -one online and in groups online. So when we have a group online in a Zoom room, then people enroll to play the ideal mother or the ideal father and, and the person looks at the camera and they get the message directly delivered to them. Um, if I'd been your ideal mother or father when you were five, I would have protected you. I would have kept you safe. Yeah. I would have made sure that no one ever intruded upon you. Um, and then the person in their own home will also then have blankets or a big cushion or something to represent this ideal figure. So it's, it's extraordinary how it can work. Um, and it depends on someone being able to have a certain sense of imagination. Yes. Another, another interesting thing I just want to say quickly, because we're on trauma, is that there are two kinds of trauma that Pesso Boyden recognises. One is the trauma of a deficit which is not having had enough of something. But more importantly, for Pesso Boyden, we think of trauma as being about an intrusion. Okay. So it's too much coming in. So that can be shouting, that can be overhearing domestic violence and shouting. It can be being punched or hit, it can be sexual abuse. It can also be a medical intervention that was necessary for a tiny person, for a baby or a child, where they're cut open. But of course, that's cutting into the being. So that's also a trauma. Yeah. So, um, and interestingly, this is a question for me. Would you think that um, a blood transfusion at birth, like a needle into the head and all the rest of it, would still be a trauma of a newborn baby? Yes. Yes, yeah. yes. Because yes, it's a piercing, indeed. isn't it? Rather yeah. than a cutting yes. open. Yes, yes. But yeah. a piercing is a piercing, you know, that's an intrusion. Yeah. That so was any nice. intrusion, um, yeah. you know, yeah. a, an actual literal intrusion, intrusion, like a needle, or an intrusion of sound. Yes. Or uh, one of my clients said, it took him quite a few years of working to realise that he wanted attention from his father, so every day when his father came home and wasn't a man who gave his son much attention, he would go and sit with him while he watched the six o'clock news. So my client was watching the six o'clock news from quite young and he suddenly realized after a few years that he of therapy, that he had been, he's got this screen running all the time of starving children in Biafra and wars and all these images that he'd just taken in. And it was the only way he could get contact with his father um, but he'd been traumatized by these images and it was so unconscious he hadn't noticed it had happened. Wow. So one of the other things with Pesso Boyden is it's, it seems to be good at working with pre-verbal and non-verbal issues. Um, so when, the, when something has happened very young um, and we don't necessarily have words for it. No, but the body remembers as we exactly. know. Yeah, yeah. I think the title of uh, Bessel van der Kolk's book, The Body Keeps the Score, is perfect because that's it. Yes. And, and so the healing has to happen in the body. I, as a client, had 15 years of really high quality therapy, really, really good therapy for me as a client. And when I came across the Pessa Boyden, I realized that 
a lot of that work needed to be done again because I was still holding stuff in my body. And I've done a lot of work in, as, in pet avoidance as a client myself. And now my body is calm and it's quiet. And I live in a state, to be honest, I live in a state of contentment. How gorgeous. Yeah, it yeah. is lovely. That sounds lovely. Thank and I used you. to live in a state of melancholy. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that processing really, really worked. Yeah. If people want to find out more about it, where where would you send them? Um, so there's a, a website which is pesoboydenuk.org. So P-E-S-S-O-B-O-Y-D-E-N-U-K.org. So that's the website that has a list of all the therapists in the UK on it. It's still relatively unknown in the UK. We don't have that many therapists. We run training courses every few years. To, it's a three-year training course for therapists to teach them about it. And that website is pesoboydentraininguk.com. Okay, um, great. Um, and what are your hopes for the future with Pesoboyden and what you're doing? I have a passion to spread this work around the around well around the UK maybe around the world as well I think it's such powerful effective work um, I'm going to be doing a talk in January I'm not sure when this will go out but I'm doing a talk in January with someone who's attended two um, residential workshops with me so he's had two structures um, and once we've done the talk it'll be up on my website so you'll be able to find it there great um, and what is your structures. website Oh, my website is www.therapyandandcounseling.co.uk. Great. Therapyandcounseling.co.uk. And you'll see I, other I, videos. I run um, workshops and you'll see them advertised on there. So you can sign up there as well. Brilliant. But yes, I've got, I've got one video at the moment or two videos at the moment. And I'm gradually going to be adding to those. And this talk will be on there. But he's done two sessions of Pesa Boyden. And he said in the feedback sheet after the second one, he said, this has changed my life. How? Um, That's brilliant. So, and we're, we're doing a talk, an hour's talk about the impact of the work on him. Okay. I'd love to watch that too. So, yeah. And also if people want to find out more about you, I believe you have a book. I do have a book. Thank you. So this is called Landscapes of the Heart, the working world of a sex and relationship therapist. And it's designed for lay people and over half of the book describes pesaboidin. So right. it describes what happens in a pesaboidin session, whether that's a one-to-one -one or a group session. Um, so basically what I do is I take, because I'm a couples therapist largely, I take a couple, mostly there's one individual I think in the book, and I describe an early therapy session and then I describe a later therapy session with them and um so you kind of see how it works and then i have a little bit of theory behind that chapter about something that i did in that chapter so there are six or seven chapters you see six or seven couples um and as i say over half the book will talk about pesa boyden so if you're interested that's Amazing. worth a, a read you can get information on my website and there's also a website landscapesoftheheart.co.uk Okay, fantastic. And who is it aimed at or, or is it okay for both the layperson and the therapist? It's okay for both the layperson and therapist. That's it's, amazing. Um, Brilliant. An easy read. Okay, great stuff. Before we end, I just wanted to ask you, I believe that you're co-founder of something called Stop So. And I just wonder if you could talk a little bit about that 
and what you're doing and who it's aimed at? So STOPSO is an the STOPSO stands for the Specialist Treatment Organization for Perpetrators and Survivors of Sexual Offenses. And having worked with so many people who've been sexually abused over the years, it seemed ridiculous to keep sort of trying to help people after it had happened, shutting the, yes. the stable door after the horse had bolted. And I decided that the best thing to do was to go upstream and work with perpetrators. And my absolute experience is that there are many, many, many thousands of perpetrators out there who do not want to be doing it and need help to stop. And we all know how hard it is to stop something when we've got either an addiction or a, a tendency that way, whether that's chocolate or coffee or you yeah. know something like that. It's very hard for these people to actually shift and change their behavior. And I know that sounds awful to all the victims out there and all the people who survived sexual abuse, but for goodness sake, let's go upstream. Let's work with those people who usually have trauma in their own history. Yeah. Almost all of the ones I've worked with have had trauma in their own history. So yeah. I'm very dedicated and devoted to working with someone who has the desire to act out in a sexually inappropriate way to help them never to do that. I really love it when I get someone before they've committed the first crime. Um, and recently I've been in communication with a 14 year old girl who said, I've been a paedophile all my life. And I thought, oh, don't be ridiculous. You know, you're only 14. And then I said to her, well, who are you sexually attracted to? And she said, two year olds to eight year olds. And I thought you are, you know, you are a paedophile and wouldn't it, isn't it better for me to help you? Yes. Never to act on that tendency than to wait another 20 years until something happens and that 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 gets acted out so you know i'm finding that yes there are other people out there who are pretty horrendous and 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 don't care about what they're doing but there are also lots of people who have got caught in a pattern of behavior that they would love to be able to stop and they know that it's not good they try and persuade themselves they find all kinds of ways of rationalizing it to themselves but in their heart of hearts, they know it's not good. And once they get the chance to work with someone who's going to support them to stop and give them strategies and ways never to act out in that way again, they're hungry for that and they, and they want the help. Um, and so I think it's essential that our society provides that help. Yeah. And how many people have you got working for you and the society and, and how, many, how many perpetrators and victims are being helped by StopSo? I stopped working with Stop So about a year ago, um, so other people have taken it on now. And at that point, I think we'd helped about 4,000 people um, who were perpetrators. Yeah. And we had, I think it was 250 therapists across the UK at that point. So probably now it's three, four, four or 500, I would think. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, who have been trained to work with perpetrators of sexual offences. Yeah. So, so if anyone vital. is out there and knows someone who's struggling or maybe you're struggling yourself, Look up www.stopso.org.uk. Thank you for that amazing work. And I take my hat off to you and anybody that works with sexual violence on either side. It's so vital and never more so than now, I believe. Mm. Well, I do work with victims as well. I'm, you know, I've got several clients at the moment who are children used by paedophile you know as children were used by paedophile rings so yeah. really I work on both sides and some therapists say you can't work on both sides of that 
debate you know you have to you have to um That's decide which one you're going to work with but all the people i work with who've been sexually abused say to me thank goodness that you're doing this thank you for doing this because they see the sense you know yeah. it just makes complete logical sense once you think about it yeah of course our first thought is let's just lock them all up and throw away the key but actually there there aren't enough spaces in prison for them the no. national crime agency in 2000 12 I think it was or 2015 said there are 750,000 men in the UK with a sexual interest in children and we only have 86,000 places in prison in the UK at the moment for all our prisoners yeah so we can't just lock them up so we need to give them treatment yeah I agree with you honorable thing to do as well as a compassionate thing to do yes totally with you on that thank you very much and for all you're that welcome. you do you're welcome I'm glad that we could get a little bit more out there about Peso Boyden, certainly in the trauma thrivers community. And you helped us put it into the ebook as well, which I'm very grateful about. And I hope that the listeners today have learned something from our half hour together. And I just want to say thank you, Juliet. Thank you very much. Really appreciate your time. Take care. You too. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope it helped you in some way and I really hope to see you back here soon. If you have anything to share on today's experience or podcast, please nip over to the YouTube channel or the Facebook group Trauma Thrivers and let us know there.